3: Um, us! Us! Us!
4: Yeah, that's what they say at karate. That's right, honey. That's Good right. job. That's what
2: my two littler sons say when they throw punches and kicks in karate. That's their ki. That's their ki?
4: Mm-hmm. A ki is the sound you make. Oh, when so you punch one of them kick.
2: went sideways, right?
4: Oh, yeah, on Friday. But he's since had big regrets, you know. We haven't officially started About- recording yet. Just I'm recording. I'm live streaming. You didn't count five, four, three, okay. two, one. Okay, ready?
2: Yes. Five, four, Three, two, one. I'm still recording.
4: <laughs> now I'm recording too, okay, honey.
2: Okay, so we had one son who went sideways during a karate class recently.
4: He got shy. He said he was shy.
2: He got oh he said that? Yeah. Oh, that's nice of him. Okay, then I don't mind.
4: He said I'm He's just shy. He's usually
2: not shy. But one time he one time he started to he lost during what did he lose during Hot Potato. Mm-hmm. And he was told that he was out, and he took it personally and started to get very upset. And, and you know how he, he sits on the ground and puts his head in his hands? He started to come apart, but the sensei uh, gave him a pep talk, and he talked him right back into it.
4: Yeah, this didn't go well. But then he had he was like, do I have karate the next day? Like, mm-hmm. he asked. And yeah, I said, no, you have to wait a week. You ruined one. That's That was the one for the week. That yeah, was it. Yeah, so
2: far we haven't been, so far neither of the kids have been Oh, not while well, I've been there, have been the total meltdown disruptors so far? Or was he?
4: He didn't disrupt the rest of the class, but he you know didn't go is? to 75% of it. It was because I, I was there.
2: I got to go with them. It's right, Alice. I inspire them to greatness, so I will go with him. Mm-hmm. for now on. Uh, I think more
4: than just know that, that you don't low. really care if you're shy or what. You don't care if they're shy or feeling strange or whatever
2: are your level's fine I mean, it looks like it's coming out a little i bit think low. the levels matter.
4: are okay but i adjusted on my end to make sure oh you know what let me there.
2: see because we are i am down one usb port and there's only one left it's like when a plane's missing an engine balance our pavilion
3: mm.
2: okay so um so there's that
4: is yes. this my daughter yes she's already back Yes, it was a short one tonight. she got out of oh. that at 6.15, so oh. that makes sense.
2: Okay, so a uh, couple of things I want to talk about one is uh, the Winchester Mass Massachusetts conservative page. Where'd you go? Where'd you go buddy? Is it on my phone is that where it is The Winchester Mass Massachusetts Conservative group
4: on Facebook.
2: On Facebook, it has posted this. This is the poison McCall Junior High is waterboarding kids in school with. Award-winning author Alex Gino will be presenting uh, in person in McCall for this year's Author Fest, scheduled for Friday, October 14th. You may recognize their bestsellers.
4: (laughs) Might we recognize? (laughs)
2: Melissa, Rick, you don't know everything, Jilly P, and Alice Austin lived here from our summer reading list. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and from bookstore shelves, in English class, students will study one of Alex Gino's works in order to better prepare for this event. Being genderqueer, as well as an activist and advocate for LGT, this is going to take a while. Here we go. As an advocate for LGBTQIAP plus. What's P? I don't know.
4: I don't know P. I don't I mean, know. Is it's that, a, it's that a new, new one?
2: one? Yep. Being uh, an activist for an advocate for LGBTQIA+ communities, along with being trained as an educator, go Google Alex Gino and look at him on YouTube.
4: Uh, I'm afraid
2: this dude is a wreck. Alex Gino routinely brings the magic of literature to schools across the country. I bet. So this is a little bit. Here's a little bit of of, of one of uh, their <laughs> hit books called M- Melissa
5: desperately hoping that this wouldn't be the moment Scott discovered personal hygiene. Scott rushed in as soon as George opened the door, unzipping his jeans before he reached the toilet. George exited quickly, closed the door, and leaned on the wall outside to catch her breath. The bag was still probably swinging in the shower. George hoped it wouldn't hit against the curtain, or worse, fall in the bathtub with a thud. George didn't want to be standing near the bathroom when Scott came out, so she went down to the kitchen... She poured herself a glass of orange juice and sat at the table, her skin tingling. Outside, a cloud passed overhead, and the room grew darker. When the bathroom door banged open, George jumped in her seat, splashing juice on her hand. She realized she'd barely been breathing. Thump, 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 thump. Scott tromped downstairs, a DVD case in his hand. He opened the refrigerator door, pulled out a carton of orange juice, and took a long swig. He wore a thin black t-shirt and jeans with a small hole in the knee. He hadn't gotten a haircut in months, and brown curls formed a mop on his head. Sorry if I busted in you while you were taking a dump. Scott wiped the juice off his lips with his bare forearm. What?
2: I, I'm just fine. I just I just dropped the needle, as Todd Bonberger would say, on a random part. But this book is all about George, who's really who's Melissa, um, he, who's and Melissa is either a trans to turn to a boy or a girl. It doesn't matter, but. The book used to be called George, and he's he famously this. They
4: famously, uh, yeah, they famously <laughs> this
2: author um, renamed the book because George wouldn't be called Melissa. It's not polite to one of the characters. Anyway, the whole the whole thing is toxic, rubbish, crazy, coming of age stuff. I'm sure if I looked for the controversial parts, I could find them. But it, I mean, <clears throat> to have this dude be talking at I, I mean, what is the what is your freaking point? What is your point? The stupid. Why for Author Week are we having whatever?
4: Well, because because this is now the slippery slope has been. We were all told that the slippery slope was pretend and not real and wouldn't happen, but the slippery slope has been. You know, just let us live. Just. You know, let us do what we want in the privacy of our consenting adult bedrooms and we'll leave you alone and everybody leaves each other alone. Isn't that nice? To now it's mandatory that you're really, really into everything that we do in our bedroom. It's mandatory that you watch and you like it. Like, that's what's happening now. Because, like, so we have this Billy Eichner movie out now. This is the latest, like, We get in trouble every time lefties come out with some movie, we're in trouble. When they come out with The Lord of the Rings, we're in trouble because we didn't like it enough and it's because of the diversity. Now Billy Eichner came out with apparently, there's a lot of qualifiers on this uh, historic first, but it's the first first gay rom-com from a major studio. So, it's not an independent okay. film. So, but and it's also like the first it's the first like gay rom-com directed by a gay man and like I mean, it's a rom-com, but everyone in it's gay basically. Is the conceit of the movie. It's all gay people all the way down. And this is produced by Judd Apatow. It's supposed to be funny or whatever, I don't know, but um it did terrible in the box office terrible 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 Mm. terrible and now billy eichner is mad at all of us because we didn't come out and support his gay rom-com you're in trouble now you're really you're homophobic everyone who didn't see it is homophobic for not seeing it and we all have a problem of course it could just be that people love going to see gay movies and you know They just didn't like this one, or it wasn't marketed well, or maybe it's not a good movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but he complains, and he's even said, like, oh, it got, like, really great scores on Rotten Tomatoes, and all the critics loved it, and uh, it's a historic first, and I don't understand why you wouldn't like it. It's just because you're a bigot. Like, he's all mad at us. We've caused a problem for him now. But, so, like, listen to this description, this, um... Film review from Wall Street Journal and see if you, anything might jump out at you that might be a reason why this might not be like the first on people's list of movies to see. Um, so Mr. Eichner stars as Bobby, a New York podcaster who is starting what he calls the first LGBT plus history museum and has a lot of thoughts to get off his chest, most of them dyspeptic about both gay life and perceptions of it. Near the start of the movie, he says the catchphrase, love is love is a lie, that gay people were forced to deploy it in order to win equal treatment. In reality, he contends gay sex and relationships differ greatly from heterosexual norms, and he then sets out to prove that thesis. The culture of gay men, as Mr. Eichner and Mr. Stoller depict it, is one in which wild dance parties, drugs, and the availability of random internet hookups forestall emotional bonds. Bobby prides himself on never seeking any kind of lasting attachment to any of the men he sleeps with, and so does the guy who catches his eye at a rave, mild-mannered lawyer Aaron, a genial Luke McFarlane. As loud, pushy, and neurotic as Bobby is, Aaron is cool, confident, and poised. Someone dubs him the gay Tom Brady. The two men consider the pursuit of love to be taboo and even see the word dating as off-putting, implying exclusivity. To clarify to each other that lust is all that is being indulged, the pair's first bedroom encounter involves two other men also. And the movie expends lots of imagination on similarly ribald sex jokes um let's see bobby's abrasive nature when he speaks he's usually shouting eventually becomes a problem not only for Aaron but for the comic ambitions of the film which keep getting derailed by its hero's bitterness and hostility meeting Aaron's mother a second grade teacher bobby starts berating her for not teaching the little ones gay culture because in his view such instruction must begin as soon as possible lest gay people be marginalized as Bobby tries to get his museum going amid board members squabbling over whether Abraham Lincoln was gay or just bisexual, <laughs> Aaron considers ditching his boring as job. As a matter
2: of f- fact, Alice, I happen to know what Abraham Lincoln was. He was actually LGBTQIAP+. Plus, he was a plus.
4: Hmm. Yeah, and so and basically, there's all kinds of um, sex jokes in it. The um, and then the big romantic ending of them falling in love is they agree to more or less date exclusively for three months. Great. So, um, I don't know. So, and then if you read like the sex and nudity, um, descriptions so that you can like see if the movie appropriate to take your kid to or whatever, here are the, um, Here are the sex and nudity scenes that are in it. Several graphic sex scenes involving anal and oral sex. Mm -hmm. Foursome on bed, shirtless, kissing, heavy breathing. Oh, good. A character ejaculates on his partner's legs below the frame, suggested by movement and sounds. You can
2: censor a little bit. I don't want to bleep everything.
4: Okay, sorry, but you. I didn't tell you what
2: uh, (laughs) the, the itty bitty goings on in George.
4: Characters kiss, remove shirts, kissing biceps, sucking on fingers, feet, etc. So I mean, and who
2: is this book for? Who are they trying to read it to?
4: This, oh, is, no, in a it's book. A this is a movie. A movie. Right. This is in the main movie theaters. This is the first okay. gay rom com by a major <laughs> studio, and the first. And people don't
2: like it, and Billy Eichner is mad. Who's Billy Eichner? No.
4: um, this comedian, I guess. Oh. So, but he's mad at you. Okay. You were supposed to go and see this movie this yeah. weekend, and you didn't. So he has a problem now with your homophobia that you didn't go and watch him in his gay sex scenes. There's something wrong with you because you didn't want to watch him having gay sex. You're the problem.
2: Oh, sorry, Billy. <laughs> so. I was reading George over the weekend. The, 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 the girl named Melissa who was experiencing her own journey through trans... Whatever. It's so tedious. It really is. It really is. Um, but, you know, by the way, speaking of McCall, um, McCall, Junior High, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to be making Sachem's shirt, shirt. Okay. So people should know. going to write a little note there. Mm-hmm. What are
4: you mm. writing a note for?
2: Sachem's. Okay.
4: Yeah, Um, so he, but he also said that he doesn't want conservatives watching his movies. So happy to oblige him there.
2: Oh, good. Um, So I just think it's interesting. Like you got a nice town like Winchester, and the uh, the board of education. You know, they are also hurt during COVID. Kids are more messed up than ever. Board of education brought in people to uh, Native American activists from across the country to yell at the townspeople and call them all racist and compare all Mm -hmm. all to Hitler. Yeah. That was a huge, huge priority, um, and, and while they're doing this, with the other hand, they're putting this f- f- filth by some insane person <clears throat> in front of the kids. The kids, it's mandatory reading,
4: right? Yeah,
2: so that they can come. The mandatory so the author looks like is- a, Who looks like he's having a tough time? <laughs> Seriously, check him out. So the author, they can come and talk to the author. It's like crazy. When I was in McCall Junior High, they brought in, for us, they brought in a former um, a former football player whose, I believe, his mother had been stabbed to death by his father um, because his father was on drugs. And they brought the football player, a former pro NFL guy, to talk to us about drugs. In how they can destroy families, etc., mm-hmm. and it was a pretty impactful. Because I still remember the guy. You know, this is 1986 or whatever. Right. And I remember we're like, "Whoa, that's a way to get somebody's attention." You know, especially young boys. You know, who are just like, who are wild animals. That you know, but I mean, this stuff is a, a incredibly niche agenda item, and the problem is now. You've got this social contagion happening in the schools all over the place, including, I assume, McCall Junior High, because it seems—it seems to me, just by by um, uh, just my own observations, my own anecdotal observations—that uh, woke parents beget woke kids in woke towns, and I think you and I saw that certainly in Melrose, and I bet you it's probably happening in Winchester, and we've got to all. You know these kids who are probably nice kids are just trying to, um, you know, make mom feel happy and validated for being the uh, moon baddie, right. and so it's terrible. And I and I'm, I and I hope it doesn't happen. Well, it will happen. Whatever. It's just it's it. And then they say, it, like this author said, you know, I don't think there's ever it's ever when people his book is banned all through all through the country. This author, and he said, "Well, you know, I don't think it's age inappropriate at all. I think there's never a time to not learn about love and compassion." It's like, yeah, okay, but we, can you do it without kids and without people being naked and hooking it? It's like always, always veiling this stuff in love and compassion. It's like, yeah, boom, no, bleak. and why
4: is it always? Why is it always the love and compassion for me? The children need to show me love and compassion. It's a weird. It's a weird thing that these adults need to feel validated by children. I'm teaching them to be kind and loving by being weird to them and telling them they have to love me anyway. Like, that's weird, perverted, abusive behavior. Keep it to yourself. I don't, since when, since when is it kids' jobs to be loving to adults, right? I mean, like, obviously you should teach your kid to be loving to everybody, right? But, like, we don't, we don't do this with anything else. Like, yeah, Jesus tells you to love your enemies, right? But, like, we don't deliberately put kids in situations where people are making them uncomfortable and tell them they have to love it. Like, that that's abuse. And And so when it's so focused on, like... The children need to be taught to love me. It just seems a little off and odd. And that that's right, because you're not supposed to take the Bible and apply it to other people. You're not supposed to go around, and this is like what's so wrong with how everybody does this. Like everybody's going around like using the Bible to tell other people what to do. You're not supposed to be taking the Bible and applying it to Other people, You're supposed to be taking the Bible and applying it to you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm supposed to be taking the Bible and learning how to love other people more, not taking the Bible and going, wow, the message of this is everybody else around here really needs to love me a lot more. Like, that's not what the takeaway is supposed to be. They've got (laughs) it totally backwards. Jesus said, you have to love me. Like, what? That's not what you're supposed to take away. Jesus is talking to you and telling you to love people like that's what's supposed to happen here. You're not supposed to take the Bible and say I'm the good guy. I'm the one everybody has to love now. Everybody else needs to work on themselves a lot. Wow. Like you're supposed to take it and learn what you have to work on yourself, right? I it's so weird, especially because obviously a ton of the people who say that on the left don't actually like the Bible, or believe in it, or think that people should follow right. it at all. They just want you to have to when they think it helps them make, win some argument, which is so annoying. But anyway, correct.
2: All right, a couple of other things I want to get to as well. First of all, there's this guy. This is a guy named Gary Gensler who runs the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC.gov. Um, and this is a um, this is he's got a series of videos out. And the series of videos are highly produced with real actors, etc. cetera. And they're called Office Hours with Gary Gensler, who's who runs the he's the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission, you know, stocks and bonds and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, he is now um, on a mission part, as part of his show. It's He wants to make it a more high profile. So Kim Kardashian charged by SEC over cover over crypto post. The Security and Change Commission on Monday charged reality star Kim Kardashian over a post she made pr- promoting uh, a crypto asset security sold by Arethium Max without disclosing the payment she received for the promotion. Kardashian, Kardashian will pay $1.26 million to settle the civil charges, the SEC said in its announcement. This, is, this case is a reminder that when celebrities or influencers endorse investment opportunities, including crypto asset securities, it doesn't mean that those investment products are right for all investors. Wow. Thanks for that.
4: Are you wow. sure it's not right for all investors? Wait, what about what if sh- she endorses makeup or her underwear well, gotta line? It's got to be right, be right for everybody, right. right? Yeah.
2: She These influencers get paid to put out uh Instagram posts and Twitter posts. Who cares? I'm jealous, but I don't give a flying <laughs> F. Who needed to know? By the time you get around to purchasing a um a cryptocurrency Based on uh, the um, research and analysis by Kim Kardashian, you have been ripped off um, to no end in life, and you probably are responding to Nairobi Prince uh, emails currently. <laughs> this, it's, I mean- but this guy is. But what he's trying to do is get in the news cycle one- so that he can be, um, so he can be famous and build his brand because it's boring working in the FEC If you're going to be the head cheese in, in in Washington D.C. and have this huge. Job. So here's Gary Gensler. Listen to this. This is the this is the um, office hours with Gary Gensler. This is him being an entertainer at the FEC the SEC. And our celebrities tax and paid
3: influencers for this. often are endorsing a variety of products and services across television ads, social media or print. On everything from clothing, diet plans, to perfumes. It catches our attention. We always wondered, did they use the product? Do they like the product? How much were they paid to endorse it? Who's we? And we always wonder.
2: The SEC? <laughs> how much were they paid to endorse it? Get in your
3: effing lane, you psychotic tyrant. This guy is a dangerous SOB. In any case, what does this have to do with the Securities and Exchange Commission? Good question.
2: <laughs> this is the this only is,
3: good question. This is the extremely produced open to his show that he has. Sometimes celebrities endorse investment opportunities like crypto tokens or special purpose acquisition companies. Celebrity endorsements, though, don't mean that an investment product is right for you.
2: No. (laughs) This guy is doing this with his time. The guy who married Kanye
4: West. This guy is a
2: psychotic. This is a psychotic, authoritarian, weird MF, narcissist. Who's shaking down celebrities so that he can get attention for for himself in this show. Because he feels, he's looking at you and saying, you know what? You don't know how to make the right decisions for yourself. I'm going to have to insert myself in there a little bit because you don't seem to understand it. Hey, stop it. Why is that happening? I don't know. Hopefully. Hello? 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 Do you it's think good...
4: it's because Pepper's lying on the my headphone
2: wire? No, because I'm getting it too.
4: Well, but your headphones are attached to the same thing my headphones are. Pepper, move. Go. Get up. Go. Go.
2: Go. Up on the couch. Hello? Check one, two.
4: No, I don't know why it's happening. She moved and it's still happening.
2: Check one, two. Check one, two. Check one, two. Go oh, up here, Pepper. Something happened up here. Check one, two. Check one, two. Is as it good?
4: As it
2: yeah. Uh... No. No, yours is not good. Check. Hello.
3: Okay.
4: Check. Okay. Sorry. Okay. We fix the cameras, but not the sound.
3: <laughs> right. So. Or even, frankly, that it's legitimate. Even if a celebrity endorsement is genuine, each investment has its own risk and opportunities and may not fit your investment needs. What a patronizing
2: pe- puke this dude is. He- just so, you, just because it's Kim Kardashian doesn't mean it, it's sound. I know she's famous. Dude, f*** off. This one's, <laughs> I want this guy out of my life. Why is this guy talking to me? Why is he using his job? Go look at stock, stock market stuff. Leave us alone. And some people say, oh, well, your little crypto might fall into it. I don't care. Leave the dumb lady who makes billions alone to tweet and do her thing. trying to have america here with the free market okay she sells me something i don't need and because she's got a a wonderful breasts and an oddly oversized rear end i buy it that's how this (laughs) works that's what this country is most of the stuff we buy is not necessary you know true i am sitting a foot and a half away from a parking meter lamp right now okay it costs me money
4: (laughs) nobody needs
2: one of these (laughs) okay it's like
4: well how else are you supposed to charge the kids to sit in the room next to the that, lamp? well you
2: know what Paris Hilton <laughs> t- has one so I figured you know it'll it'll make me glamorous like her it's so incredible this
3: guy i mean, seriously I hate this guy I think this guy is a threat furthermore a celebrity or influencer's incentives aren't necessarily aligned with yours <laughs>
4: You mean she doesn't have my best interest at heart?
3: Yeah, she's not looking out
4: for me.
2: <laughs> but she said she she's smiling in the ad. Is this effing serious? <laughs> we paid this guy this guy hundreds of thousands of dollars,
4: and we paid to make the video,
2: right? And we put him in charge of this uh, the SEC, and he's looking he's pulling
3: nanny stuff with us. It's freaking incredible to me. We might enjoy watching a celebrity playing on a basketball court. But that makes it real and good, right? That makes it real and good, right? Starring in a reality TV show or a movie or performing to a large crowd at a stadium show.
2: Oh, yeah, but also that
3: means that that everything they're hawking is good and worthwhile and and, in best interest for us. We shouldn't confuse those skills, though, with the very different skills needed to offer appropriate investment advice. So, before investing.
2: But he hits lots of home runs obviously knows how to work the stock market i i think
4: morgan brings up a great point in the chat how like this administration and presidency completely leaned on all these people and their celebrity cachet to get everybody to get vaccinated
2: oh Morgan, they, if I could get, actually get around to doing my sub stack, I would steal that. That's brilliant. But
4: yeah, because they've been the influencer presidency. Every time yes. they're like, we can't get enough people to take the vaccine. But we went on deadliest catch and NASCAR. We had Olivia Rodrigo come here and talk about the vaccine. They went through all the celebrities. So we're supposed to trust them when it's... Um, when it comes to their medical advice because they have no incentive other than ours when it comes to that they absolutely are looking out for us and in our best interest at that time but not when it comes to investment advice don't listen to them about that
2: no yes this guy just gets gets to go in freelance and mention kim kardashian so he's in the same
3: news cycle with her
4: the tiktokers and youtubers um they know all about um vaccines though that's please do your
3: research consider the investment's potential risk and benefits in light of your Fuck off, dude. Morgan thinks we're underestimating how dumb people are, though. Please do your research. First of all,
2: she got like $250,000 for, for the tweet or whatever it is, for the endorsement. And she's going to pay over a million dollars? Yeah. Because this guy doesn't like what she's doing. People are hawking stuff.
4: I mean, if she broke the there's regulations I don't care. on I don't, financial I don't, no. stuff. Like, if the if whatever she broke rule, made this psychotic. If well, this whatever regulation made this psychotic, go pursue guy.
2: Kim Kardashian needs to be f- shredded immediately. This guy is a tyrant.
4: But yeah, I mean, and he obviously putting is me a, a line like a, Kim
2: Kardashian. He's like a Jesus. fame
4: whore. It's because they did this Kim Kardashian case on the same. He didn't come out with the "Don't Listen to Influencers" video like. On a random date. He came out with it on the day that they um, did the settlement with Kim Kardashian. So he knows it's being in the news. And so he knows that we're going to be looking at this video today because we're seeing Kim Kardashian is in the
2: news. Because he's like uh,
3: uh, Tony Fauci. He wants to be a star. He actually kind of looks like him. Own financial calls. Search a company's finances. Organization and business prospects through the Securities and Exchange Commission's database called EDGAR. And when it comes to... If you're running EDGAR, I don't effing trust EDGAR.
4: OK, well, and here's the thing is I think that this whole thing with the like celebrity bureaucrats with people like Fauci is going to come back to bite them because the more these people act like this and people see how dumb the people making decisions really are and how much we're paying them and how we're investing to make these stupid videos, you know, the the less trustworthy these institutions become, it's going to be. You know, people are going to be itching when a DeSantis or whoever gets in there to tear apart this bureaucracy and just shred it all to put these departments in the trash and never see them again. Like the Department of Education, the CDC, the Securities and Exchange, just trash them all. Just screw all these people because we pay so many freaking incompetent bureaucrats Uh so much money to screw around with our lives and go after Kim Kardashian for some reason. Like that's this is a huge portion of what the federal government does, you know, and. And it's so, so toxic and dangerous. I was having a conversation with somebody today about this um, healthcare worker mandate that just the Supreme Court didn't take up the challenge to it. So it's going to stay, Biden's healthcare worker mandate, right? And um, the thing that's so interesting about it
2: wait, the a vaccine mandate for healthcare workers?
4: Yeah, anyone who takes Medicare and Medicaid funding from the government.
2: A bunch of times.
4: So, but yeah, but that's what it is, right? Is it's like, and she, and my friend was saying, like, well, is there anything we can do? Is this just forever? Like, and and no, I mean, if a, another president gets in there, the Supreme Court says they have the power, essentially, by not taking up the case. So, if another president gets in there, they can switch it back in a second. But that's not a good way to run a country, right? It's not a good way to run a country to have the executive branch setting policy for the whole nation on the basis of ideology and. And the executive branch shouldn't even have that power. But Congress gave it to them as part of Medicare and Medicaid and how they regulate who gets the funds. And that's I mean, that's what's bad about the setup. You don't want this huge bloated bureaucracy making all these decisions for everybody all the time. It's so bad. It's so bad. And Congress does it because they're lazy and cowardly and they don't want to have to really vote on things because they, they would never vote in a healthcare worker va- uh, vaccine mandate. Right they would never vote for that. But th- but they put it in, you know, they put in the power to let the executive branch do it. And so the executive branch does it, right? Mm-hmm. But th- But then that saves Congress from having to vote one way or the other. Because if you vote one way or the other, people might get upset. You might not get reelected. That's no fun. You might have to defend your decision. You might have to stand up for some principle. You know, you can't just coast around and shake hands and kiss babies in your district and have a good time it it interferes with your congressional lifestyle if you have to like really vote on stuff that matters to people it's much much easier to just outsource it to the executive branch and idiots like fauci and this guy who get to decide things for people
2: it's freaking dangerous these people are not trustable they are not trustable here's the, the lady from the world economic forum um and talk in the wake of the hurricane etc talking about how they work with google
4: well if you google you know we partnered with google for example if you google climate change
0: you will at the top of your search you will get all kinds of un resources we started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we'd googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. So we, nice. we're becoming much more proactive. Um, you know, we own the science, and we think that the world, oh. you know, should know it. And and the platforms themselves also do. Um, but again, it's it's it is um, it's it's a huge huge challenge that I think all sectors of society
2: need to be very active in. Or else. <laughs> we own the science. Hey Google. Well, just
4: like you have to go watch the gay movie or you're, in the words of Billy Eigner, a homophobic weirdo for not wanting to see it or for even just being apathetic enough to not care to see it. Like you have to go, you have to care, you have to see it. Um, just like that, you have to care about climate change. So you can't just live your life and drive your car. You're going to be made to care. They're going to come for your car. They're going to come for your gas stove. They're going to come for your plastic bags. And they're going to make sure that you care about this. And we're going to make sure that you watch our documentaries about climate change. And we're going to make sure that your kid learns about it in school and says the right answers back about it. And we're going to make sure that, that you don't like the Sachems or anything else. We're going there. It's all mandatory. Their viewpoints on everything Seriously. are mandatory for you everybody. You know what?
2: It brings me back to <clears throat> 1992 and this debate. And you remember this. This is the Ponytail Guy debate with Ross Perot and George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton right there. Ponytail Guy gets up and asks a question.
3: And I ask the three of you, how can we, as symbolically the children of the future president, expect the two of you,
2: the three of you, to meet our needs? The problem is, is that some people want this. They want to be the yeah. children. You tell me what makes me a better person and what to read. You tell me um, how to be a, a good person in in the climate justice battle. You tell me what to do, government tell me. You tell me sir what I should be investing in and who not to trust in Hollywood and who what, what and how to think. You do the critical thinking for me sir and please feed me. It's like the guys like that guy are half the country now. People want it. And those are the same people who said like how would, why would you have a problem with Fauci? Why would you have a problem with mm-hmm. the CDC? Why would you have a problem with the FDA? And they steal the do you think well, but yeah, it's big government. They wear these nice suits and they're allowed in rooms that I'm not allowed. And of course they're good. Of course. Of course they're good. It's remarkable. And it's a just belief system of dependency.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. They really actually like want that and they want it not just from the government, but they do want it from, like, Hollywood and stuff, too. That's the problem. Like, Morgan says we're underestimating how dumb people are, yeah. that that they would listen to celebrities, but I think they do. I think people do listen to celebrities, unfortunately. They shouldn't. Well, you know what? It's but, a great... But, like, I just saw, too, a news story today that, uh, you're never going to believe this, um, but Harry Styles has endorsed in the Texas governor's race. And oh, I don't know if you'll be able to guess I, I think which he's is. A, he's an
2: abbot guy. If I've ever seen one.
4: No, unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, he's endorsed Beto, but the coveted no. Harry Styles
2: endorsement
4: no. no. went to Beto O'Rourke. So the the eleventh,
2: uh, you know, celebrity I've seen in fifty years <laughs> try to shock me by wearing a dress is uh, going for Beto. Oh my goodness! I don't see the the live stream, Alice.
4: You don't see the live stream?
2: Oh, let me in. Okay. My name will be shared with the host. Oh, so I'm 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 a I'm, a, I'm not signed in. Oh, I'm si- mm-hmm. signing with a Patreon.
4: Yeah, Morgan says it's not going to stop till you're hooked up to a porn machine, twenty four hours a day yeah. eating crickets. So I did actually hear someone tell me um, that uh, their school did an activity with eating bugs too, like where they had to eat. Oh bugs. really? Oh god. Which is like That's bad so from an allergy my, uh, perspective too. Forum. By the way, because bugs are like crickets are related right. to shellfish allergies. Coming in. Allergies. I'm coming in.
2: Can you put it but on the? I'm gonna put it on the. Uh, it'll,
4: go the it'll go to it'll go to the lamp. It switches to the lamp. Everybody gets to see the lamp. We fixed our camera situation so the lamp can be on camera. Everybody, I know you were all upset about that last night that we didn't get enough How much shots time? of the I lamp. I want the lamp
2: to get equal time with us. I want to, to what do you get, mean
4: equal? time? I want it's on, on get... the lamp for five seconds. Is that not enough? <clears throat>
2: How much is it on us?
4: Um, oh. I think like ten on each of us. I want the lamp to
2: get equal time.
4: I don't. I, why does a lamp have to get equal time? It doesn't say anything. It's
2: my prized possession. It, what do you mean, it doesn't say anything? It says a <laughs> it, it lot says to me.
4: Expired.
2: It says expired. It says a lot to me. It's 2 hours time It doesn't have to say that.
4: Well, if you, if find you got yourself a dime. A dime, a dime. It. <laughs> it's the little things. It's I'm still things. not the lamp. doesn't take quarters. It's, oh, you know what? What? I forgot to set it. I had that part turned off. You... <laughs> I turned it off. I'm yesterday. not allowed to call you names anymore. I'll be
2: 170 thousand correspondences telling me that they're mean.
4: You ignored the live. I've been talking about this thing since the beginning of the podcast. Okay, okay. It was on at the very beginning. It was on on the live stream at the beginning of the live stream. But um, it it'll come on in a second. I'll wait. <laughs> okay,
2: well, thank you. you. We're not wait. going anywhere until You're I see live You're going to wait
4: a little while.
2: I can't believe you do that.
4: You're going to wait. A what little does little
2: RTMP while? Studio mean? What? It says RTMP Studio at the top. Um, I don't know. Episode six twelve live stream.
4: I don't know. That's how. That's what it does to. Yes, streaming. I'm not seeing
2: one. Okay, after meter me,
4: lamp. I see me, and then it should go to the parking <laughs> I see meter you. lamp. Okay? Well, I see me and you. Well, there's a bit of a delay. Okay, so okay, it'll take me. a minute. I yeah. just saw the lamp on OBS, so you'll see. You're it working in a around on the there.
2: lamp, and everybody can tell. Oh my god, is this a jealousy thing? <laughs> Are you jealous that you're not the most revered and uh, sought-out object in the room anymore? Really? It's the lamp has done this to you,
4: Alice. I don't think that that's ever. Oh, there it is. Expectation. There it
2: is. Look how good that
4: thing. Oh looks. wow!
2: It's a it's pretty bright. Um. <clears throat> okay. So let's take a couple shot chat, chat calls, okay,
4: homie? Okay. Let's hear the chat chat.
3: Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. I seen uh, Antonio Brown has been in the news. For um, tugging f- in a public oh. pool. Yeah, I was just up. wondering if uh,
2: you, uh, you had the same mindset as I do on this, or uh, we, we might agree. We might be lockstep. I don't know. But my, my feeling is that uh, that was not only um, gross and perverted, but highly
1: against the law, what he did in that public pool. I would say boring on an, uh sexual a harassment.
4: Take. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Safe take, Justin. Yep.
2: Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. And yeah, I mean he's a psycho. I mean, what are we talking about? He doesn't even play anyone. He's a he's a psychotic. I mean,
4: yeah. I mean, I assume that there's like a um what's it called? C T whatever thing it, going on.
2: I don't know. I don't know. A,
4: like it a head be. thing.
2: Yes, he got concussed as a wide receiver. Maybe maybe that's what it is. There's lots of people who got concussed as, uh, in football who, like, weren't a-holes.
1: But... Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. just wanted to say I enjoyed the uh, beginning of the podcast the other day with uh, the parking meter lamp.
4: Hey! <laughs> hey
1: see, now you can oh see it. wow Alice,
2: Alice does not look happy right now
4: <laughs> the she lamp. does
2: not look happy now I fixed the now. lamp
4: for you it's fine you do oh I'm sorry <laughs>
2: Alice somebody is not appreciating being eclipsed
1: I miss tales of Tom taking the burnt orange minivan and Going to get, like, basically the chassis of a cannon so he (laughs) can figure out what he's going to do with it later. Yeah, I still
2: need the barrel. If anybody has a cannon barrel out there, I can't even find the It can't be really
4: heavy, though, because the chassis is in rough shape.
2: The chassis is broken, which is another thing.
1: I uh, have a feeling if Tom had his way, the yard in the front of the house would look more uh, Sanford and Son than Better Homes and Garden.
2: There's some truth to that. There's some truth. I do want. I had a. What was I thinking the other day?
4: It's his
1: Vermont blood.
2: <sighs> no, you know what?
4: What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> don't you denigrate um,
2: the people of Vermont.
4: There's some hoarder houses up there.
2: I don't know, though. Um, so, listen, my feeling is this is I would like to get some animals for the upstairs bathroom. Some animals. Yeah, I used to have a great ceramic duck that <laughs> shattered. But I would love to get, like, some I ducks it was, like, or. Wooden.
4: Or like, it used to look at me when I was in yes, the bathroom right. I your, that you had an apartment. Oh, did you
2: break that one, too? Like no, you to break I the
4: didn't lamp? break it. I assume one of our kids probably broke it yeah. at some point. But oh, I think so. No, yeah. it used to be, like, way up on a high shelf, like, looking at me as I'm yeah. trying to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's why I put it up there. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, I need so another one of those. It's a weird experience to have animals looking yeah. at you if in the bathroom. If you know I can get my paws
2: on some animals, because <laughs> we have a huge uh, elephant in the living room, and... I guess that's it. We got an otter by the door,
1: Plus I do have a cast iron mermaid in my office, so I guess I hey, shouldn't say too much.
2: Charlie, let's do some business. Let's do some business. I need that mermaid.
1: <laughs> you know, um,
2: is it a um, topless mermaid, by the way, Charlie?
1: And one of the other points I wanted to make was that if you go to bar stool, yeah, I mean obviously, burn barrel isn't really a bar stool kind of name, right? I was thinking that since you are the podcast Maverick, I was thinking Maverick and the Yacht Buddy would be a good uh name for that. If you ever go to Barstool. That is a... V- Anyways, that's my thoughts.
2: How, what do you think about that? <laughs> Maverick and the Yacht Bunny.
4: <laughs> I'm got, not a I'm, Yacht Bunny, though. Yes, so. you are. I don't know who you're doing the show yes, with. Yes,
2: you are. Oh, but you'd have to wear... And you'd have to essentially be dressed as slave Princess Leia during the <laughs> well, job. Why would I have
4: to do It's Barstool.
2: That. Alice, just we need the money, okay?
4: <laughs> they don't even allow strippers at Barstool anymore, I heard.
2: I know. <laughs> It's like people go to vague. I mean, I think if management made that decision, I support them, as a matter of fact.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so Only in the elementary Antonio schools, not Branco. in the bar school
5: offices.
2: That's another AB one. We can skip that one. I appreciate it, to, uh, Justin. I appreciate that. Um, I just don't like talking about him. He's a jerk. Not Justin. And you Antonio don't Brown. to
4: do any more editing. Yeah, I can't
2: do any more editing. All right, Alice. Uh, you know what? We've, we ended the day with a few kind words about the parking meter lamp
4: i love the and parking it, meter it lamp. Gets everything
2: <laughs> you had we are showing the lamp now in rotation i hope it gets equal time going forward thank you everybody um we're gonna work on those all the shirts that we have to to do you
4: have funded the camera situation that allows us to show you the lamp so yes. money well spent uh, well, i think for you
2: oh they funded the lamp too mm-hmm. that was 40 ducats you know doesn't wow you, <laughs> you know got it way down from 70 Oh, oh, there we go. There's our cue for more electricity <laughs> fires, electrical well, fires. Well, thank
4: you so much, everybody. Uh, you can find the Patreon live shows at patreon.com slash burn barrel. If you feel like funding more of Tom's psychotic purchases, you can also, as always, find the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all different places to listen. We are not currently on YouTube because we're banned, but we'll be back on YouTube soon possibly temporarily, we don't really know, but we're always on Rumble. I put the video shows up there if you like to watch and you can talk to us on social media at Burn Barrel Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. I'm
2: smiling so that you use a picture of me smiling and not just looking fat (laughs) and stupid.
4: (laughs) You look cute, fat, and stupid, but Mm -hmm. I like you. Okay, have a great night, everybody. Even when we're on
0: a budget, we still deserve nice things.